0: Hi, and welcome to the Free to Be Authentic Podcast. I am Durga Magneta. I am an intuitive coach, an empathic healer, a teacher, and an author. And for over 20 years, I've been helping people just like you find more peace, tranquility, and empowerment. So take a nice deep breath, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Hi and welcome to this week's episode Finding and Discovering the Divine Purpose That Your Pets Bring Into Your Lives. It almost seems strange that I would even do a podcast on this because I think we already know the answers to this, but I find it fun to dissect these things and unpack them on a deeper level in hopes that perhaps we can see things differently or have an even deeper appreciation and deeper love for the pets we have in our lives and I'm not even sure where to begin. As many of you know, I have a little 11-pound chihuahua named Ritz, and she came into my life five years ago, and it was one of those situations I had no intentions of getting a pet. It wasn't a good idea financially. It wasn't really something I wanted to have the responsibility for. And then one day, the energy came in so strong, almost like this obsessive pull to find a dog. Now, the only reason why I was leaning more towards a dog than a cat, because I do love cats too, is uh, I spent most of my life really allergic to them, so I'm just a little more of a dog person. But I know that cats are truly remarkable beings, and I, and I really love them too, and they're, they're absolutely amazing. So I went on Craigslist, and there was a small handful of dogs I had considered adopting, and I did take a peek at the puppies, even though I really didn't want to raise a puppy. I threw it out there. I threw out an email towards the, this backyard breeder who had puppies, and they were just the cutest things. And 24 hours later, the only email I got in response was the one from the people who had the puppy. And so, of course, with the way I think and the way a lot of you think, because I took that as a sign that that's where I was going and that's it was meant to be. So I truly believe that specific animals find their way into your lives for specific reasons. And I'm going to get into what those reasons are. But the bottom line is they're your teachers. They help your heart to open. They help you to be more loving. They help you to be more selfless, as you know. And they bring mostly pretty good energy into your space. Unless you're dealing with a, a smaller percentage of dogs who have emotional Real mental and emotional issues where they're they're high in anxiety and their frequency isn't that great, which does happen. So I called the woman with the puppies, and I told her that I would meet her there. We discussed the price, and I knew which puppy was mine from the picture. She had a sister and then a brother but I knew which one she was. I I was gravitated towards a specific puppy in the picture, and then when I walked through their front door, they they, they were the cutest little things. They just made your heart melt. They're two and a half pounds, and just, I'm a little dog person mostly, where I just end up with little dogs for some reason. I do love the big dogs too. When the puppies walked up, I knew which one she was, and I picked her up, and I have to say, even the night before that, I could not sleep at all. I was like a kid on Christmas. I could not sleep. I was so excited because I knew deep down that this little dog was going to change my life. And she really has in so many ways. First of all, it was it was kind of a dark and heavy part of my life where I was really just surviving, just getting through the day. I was struggling a lot of different ways. And I was about to turn 40, which wasn't too bad. But it was it could have been that straw, too, that... Just took me down. <laughs> so getting a puppy helped bring laughter and silliness and love back in my life in a way that I really wasn't prepared to with other people. I don't have human children, so it really helped to fulfill the need, the need and desire I had to be a parent in some small way. I understand it's not the same thing at all, but it is something to love and mother and cuddle with and take care of. So that's, that's a good thing. It helps to build a sense of purpose. She forced me to leave the house because I needed to take her on walks and I met somebody who's to this day my best friend because I was walking my dog and I met somebody walking my dog. Very sadly as people, oftentimes we discard ourselves and don't view ourselves as a reason enough to be happy and smile. The opportunity to just be with ourselves isn't enough. And when we're in this state, a dog or a cat looking at you, loving you, is helping you to find happiness in that moment because during those times you are still looking for happiness outside of yourself and there's nothing wrong with that because we all experience that so animals help us to find a smile and joy i remember years ago i had a little chihuahua named maurice and i had moved back to rhode island to be around my family And I couldn't take care of Maurice. And so I allowed my parents to adopt him just because they were home. They could, they could give him the life he was used to. I had to work uh, a couple different jobs. And my dad never liked dogs. He had a bad experience when he was a kid. I think he was attacked by a dog and we were never allowed to have dogs as kids because of it. And he just felt like they just weren't good. But this six pound Maurice with his little happy face really changed my dad's demeanor. And he would come home from work and he'd usually be burnt out or grumpy, just having to deal with people he didn't want to deal with. And for some reason, that little dog waiting for him at the top of the stairs just cheered him up so much. It was so heartwarming to see. And just to be truthful, it was a little hurtful to, m- to my feelings uh, on more than one occasion that, you know, us kids and his family was not enough to cheer him up at the end of the day. So I wondered, you know, what kind of beliefs were held about us. But anyways, that's fine, I'm not complaining, but it's really nice, it was really nice to see him smile at the end of a hard day, and it was this little tiny dog that brought him that, and I hadn't seen that uh, at all, forever. Let's talk about the challenges and the gifts they bring us as teachers. So I've studied dog training, behavioral stuff for a long time because I tended to gravitate towards the dogs who were prone to behavioral issues. Just for example, I've had two minpins in my day, and I think (laughs) if you know about minpins, you know what I'm talking about. And sometimes the Chihuahuas, too, if you don't socialize them enough, they can get uh, yippy and aggressive. But I've had a trainer for a long time, and I also watch a lot um, of—I do like Cesar Milan's work. and I mean, I adore him. To be honest with you, which I am, and one of the things that he says frequently is that you don't always get the dog you want. You get the dog you need. And I really gave that some thought. So my personality tends to be pretty laid back. I've changed through the years, but I'm I'm pretty easygoing. I'm not a real strong or dominant personality. My little dog, my little tiny dog, Ritz, is an alpha personality where she's just prone to want to dominate. And, and be the alpha dog, the top of the totem pole, and I was actually getting to the point where she was getting the wrong impression, and if I didn't nip it in the bud and start training her and retraining her, actually, she was going to start, uh, she was showing signs of aggression, and then I was worried that if it got past that point that it's not something that I'd, I'd be able to handle. Um, I would always handle it and take care of her, but I really didn't want to live that way because if you've ever had that type of a dog, you know it really kind of controls your whole life in a lot of ways. So I didn't want to get caught up in that type of a cycle again. So this particular challenge forced me to be more strong in my energy, more grounded, more authoritative when it came to her, not baby her so much. And I found that that was really flexing a muscle for me. But then I realized that as I come into a stronger presence of myself. It's going to help me in all areas of my life. And I really would not have learned that necessarily without her. So my dog is teaching me to be a stronger, more assertive person. She taught me how to be a happier person, a more loving person and to find my own playfulness again, because when you live without that, you just feel kind of dead inside. I also wanted to take a moment and talk about the brief periods I've spent doing animal readings. So Obviously, you know, I'm a reader, but I've done um, psychic fairs and horse readings and different, I've had different opportunities to read people's animals. And what I will tell you is that they are so much more in touch and aware than you have any idea. Their feelings, the feelings they give me are like our feelings. Their knowing is a lot higher level than what you think it is. So, they're on a spiritual level, they're really aware. They're spooky aware. And I've had a couple of different cats come to me who I knew in the world in the dream state, and they were speaking English and telling me things that were important to them. So, they're just animals are so much more profound than we have any idea. And their feelings are like ours and they have personalities and they have issues and they have their little things that make them unique, as you know. So they're absolutely precious. Another thing that I absolutely love about animals is that they're on a natural clock of balance where we as people are not because our heads get in the way, our agendas get in the way, life gets in the way. Where when it's time to nap, they nap. When it's time to eat, they eat. When it's time to walk, they walk. And you'll find that they follow their impulses and instincts on this journey every day to have a perfectly balanced life. And I wish that I was more in touch with that side of myself. I think I'm pretty good, but I just have to admire animals for knowing how to live in the flow and how to live in the moment more fully. Animals are truly forgiving, truly loving truly loyal, and you can just show up exactly as you are. So it's true love. And another thing about pets is they tend to have pretty zen-like brain activity. So I don't know how, how sensitive you are to brain activity, but when you tune in to, to your animals when they're resting, I don't know if cats might be a little bit more like this than dogs are, but it's really this high-level zen-like state that if you tune into it, they could teach you a couple of things. It's a really kind of blissful, high level state of awareness that they carry most of the time, even though they have fears and issues and things they don't like. That that higher level awareness is in these little animals. For those of you who don't know, also when a pet dies, their soul goes to the spirit world, just like a person. And there, I've had them come through in readings. I've seen my pets in my dreams. I mean, it's so real. They even have their little issues in my dreams, <laughs> which was, which really hit the point home that their souls go on also. I once read for a stable full of horses, and it was this really incredible experience because when I tuned into the horse, they were extremely aware of their owner's state of mind, their emotional state. They're aware of, they're so connected to our emotions that they reflect them. So they're hugely empathic hugely intuitive and they're also clairvoyant which I've learned to be careful with with my little one but these horses could tell me what they had been observing about their owners when when they're riding them so you come near a horse it's going to empath your energy and pick up on your emotions and they really deeply care and they feel your sadness and their ability to communicate spiritually is incredible I was watching an episode of Mysteries at the Museum where there was a horse, like early 1900s, where it was giving psychic readings to people. It was this legitimate phenomenon where it could predict things and, and give answers. So really what this is, is, I mean, yes, there's higher spirit in animals. But I think sometimes even higher than we are because they're so clear in a lot of ways. But spirit was transmitting information through this horse. And they were actually charging money to go ask it questions and and to go see it. And it actually solved uh, a murder mystery that that the police had been stumped on for a long time. So it was, that was really something. I would like to take a moment and for all of us to come together in a group and do some deep intention setting for the benefit of these beautiful animal spirits who are here in the world as gifts from heaven to us. Let's start in a nice seated position, take a deep breath, feel the bottoms of your feet on the floor, come into your center, drop in, feel your mind become still, slow and steady breaths until you come into a theta brainwave, fully centered in the moment. Let's well, set an intention as a group that all the animals in the world, beautiful treasures and divine gifts given to us to enjoy and co inhabit this planet with, that every single last one of them has the care and the love they need, that they are safe, that they have homes that they have medical care and that they can, too, enjoy their lives as much as possible. May we always know to treat them well, to treat them with respect and kindness. May we be their voice when they don't have one, as they don't have one. May all animals know what it's like To be safe, cared for, and loved. Just as we want for ourselves. Take another nice deep breath. Feel your body come into your moment in your day. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. It was a request from somebody. Next week, we're going to be discovering your Feng Shui and seeing if it checks off the right boxes. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, there is a Patreon button here on the site, along with incentives for subscribers. Please share this with anyone you feel may enjoy this. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please shoot me an email at free to be authentic at gmail.com. If you would like to book a private session, please go to free to be There's a new client special button that will save you 25% on your first session. I'll see you next time.